I would like to start today by reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate it. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil will you eat from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Aplin. In almost all mythologies, serpentine creatures, be they snakes, dragons, wyverns, or worms, are among the most powerful. For a long period in English literature, the words serpent and dragon were interchangeable. The serpent was the most terrible creature, both in power and in wickedness, owing in part to its role in the original sin. In Eastern mythology too, serpents are pretenders to the powerful dragons. In Aplin, Pokemon unites the serpent, or if you like, dragon, with the fruit it used to tempt mankind into the fall. As a lad with a little bit of Catholicism in my upbringing, Aplin feels like it is rich with dark and arcane imagery. This makes it doubly amusing that the monster is actually entirely cute and wholesome. Aplin is a tiny little dragon, most of whose body is contained in an apple. Two eyes resembling leaves protrude from the top, and a tail drags out the back. 
but otherwise, the appearance is simply that of a shiny, delicious apple. There is a real-life caterpillar, that of the coddling moth, which burrows its way into an apple in order to gestate. Pokemon Sword says of Applin, It spends its entire life inside an apple. It hides from its natural enemies, bird Pokemon, by pretending it's just an apple and nothing more. In reality, coddling moths are pests and a real danger to crops of fruits. But in the Pokemon world, Applin is pretty well liked. A young lad in Hammerlock will tell you that in Galar, it is traditional to give an Applin to someone you love. As well as a cute in-game interaction, when one gives him an Applin, he starts to give it to his crush, before deciding that it isn't real if he didn't catch it himself, and it leads to them both confessing their feelings. This also led to a real-world story, which blew up on Reddit, in which a Redditor gifted his fiancée a shiny Applin. Shiny Applin, like Wooloo's Black Sheep variant, absolutely nails it. Instead of a red apple, we get a green one. Pokemon Shield's Pokedex tells us, As soon as it's born, it burrows into an apple. Not only does the apple serve as its food source, but the flavor of the fruit determines its evolution. Indeed, in Pokemon Sword, one can find a tart apple and use it to evolve Applin into Flapple. The skin of Flapple's apple folds out, forming two wings and an arching neck. It's a cool little design, and certainly the most dragon-like of Applin's forms. Sword tells us, It ate a sour apple, and that induced its evolution. In its cheeks, it stores an acid capable of causing chemical burns. While Shield says, It flies on wings of apple skin, and spits a powerful acid. It can also change its shape into that of an apple. My first thought was the same as that of many fans. Flapple resembles a Bakugan, the range of toys from the late noughties, which were little plastic balls which unfolded to monsters when rolled. I was mostly a little too old to climb on the Bakugan train, although my brother was into them. My main memory of Bakugan comes from working in a supermarket. A lady came to me and asked where Bouquet Garni, the little bags of herbs for soups or casseroles, were kept. I was unfamiliar with the term, and led her to the toy aisle and the little mechanical dragons. She was, unsurprisingly, confused. Flapple has a signature move, Grav Apple. This move alludes to Sir Isaac Newton, the physicist who first codified the rules of gravity and momentum as we understand them. Apocryphally, his theories first came to him when an apple fell from a tree under which he sat. A Gigantamax version of Flapple can be encountered in raid battles. In this form, it has grown a new apple, overflowing with sticky, juicy nectar. It resembles some kind of caramel apple, or an animal enjoying a hot bath. Swords Pokedex tells us, Under the influence of Gigantamax energy, it produces much more sweet nectar, and its shape has changed to resemble a giant apple. While Pokemon Shield tells us, If it stretches its neck, the strong aroma of its nectar pours out. The scent is so sickeningly sweet, that one whiff makes other Pokémon faint. 
Flapple is a speedy Pokémon with powerful attack stats, but very low HP and defense. Alternatively, Applin can go the other way. In Pokémon Shield, one can obtain the Sweet Apple and evolve Applin into Appleton. Pokémon Sword explains, telling us, Eating a sweet apple caused its evolution. A nectarous scent wafts from its body, luring in the bug Pokémon it preys on. Appleton is a big, cute, quadrupedal dinosaur of a Pokémon. It has a lovable, sleepy vibe, with drooping ears and a face covered by an apple skin. On its big, humped back is a crust like an apple pie. Pokémon Shield's Pokédex tells us, Its body is covered in sweet nectar, and the skin on its back is especially yummy. Children used to have it as a snack. This is either cute and charming, or incredibly gross, depending on how much one does or doesn't think about it. On the one hand, a cute dragon friend from whom one can receive infinite apple pie crusts. On the other, eating old flakes of back skin. Like Flapple, Appleton has a Gigantamax form. In fact, very much like Flapple. Visually, the two have exactly the same Gigantamax form. Pokemon Sword tells us, It blasts its opponents with massive amounts of sweet, sticky nectar, drowning them under the deluge. While Pokemon Shield says, Due to Gigantamax energy, this Pokemon's nectar has thickened. The increased viscosity lets the nectar absorb more damage than before. Unlike the fast, attacking glass cannon that was Flapple, Appleton is a slow, tanky Pokémon. Friend of the show and Patreon supporter Tosuke Takahashi got in touch with this to say, Applin, and in turn, over, Appleton, are quickly becoming some of my favorite Pokémon of Gala. Apart from them being small enough to be portable, the cleverness in their designs makes them staples in my game. I also like that I was able to exchange an Applin with my girlfriend, with our respective game-exclusive apples, to recreate the in-game scene, which gives even more kudos to the developers. Applin is a Pokémon which seems quite silly at first glance, but which draws inspiration from several interesting sources. All three Pokémon in this family are cute, they have fun lore, and the two evolutions are both viable battling monsters in different and exciting ways. Music for Luke Class Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to help me be able to keep hosting them online, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Alternatively, get in touch about the next two upcoming monsters, Silly Cobra and Cramorant. I'd love to hear from you about those or any monster, so please contact me on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I love Applin, and remember, I love you too.